So many business owners out there are honestly completely overcomplicating things and making them harder than they need to be. Are you falling into that trap? And what can you do to avoid it? Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host, Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation, and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills, and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 117. Today, I'd like to have a conversation about something that is super important when it comes to growing your business and something that I see many business owners basically getting in their way when it comes to focusing on doing the doing in their business. And be assured that I have got firsthand experience of this because since starting my business back in 2007, I have fallen into this trap many, many times. So I want to make sure that you don't fall into this trap. And also it's a good reminder for me to make sure I don't do it either. So I'm going to share with you in this super short episode, five top tips for you to keep things simple when it comes to growing your business. Are you ready for it? So I know this might make me sound really old or older before my times, but Honestly, I remember when I started my business, it was really, really so much simpler. So I delivered NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming Training Courses. And back in the days, people would actually pick up the phone to inquire about courses, availability, asking questions about, well, how much is investment of that? And I used to love that because it gave me a chance to have proper conversations with potential clients and students. And then also people would typically fill in inquiry forms on websites, but they'd give you all their details. And I used to print out brochures, get them in an envelope, send them away. And then I got my virtual assistant, Jackie, to take care of that for me when it started to get really busy as well. But again, think about that now when's the last time when you've requested information that you've put in all those details? You just don't these days, do you? It's very much around online. We put our email address in if we really do want something, but we can be a little bit more choosy around, well, what are we doing and who gets our information? But why am I telling you this? Well, times have moved really, really fast. There's so much that I love about business at the moment. There's so much technology out there. There are so many ways that we can get things done in our business that even a few years ago, it would have cost a lot. It would have taken so much time. And some of those services or software or platforms just weren't there. So on one hand, it's great. And I love that. But on the other hand, it can cause a lot of overwhelm. It can cause a lot of distraction. And I want to make sure that you don't do that because we really can also keep things simple in business before moving too fast or running away from ourselves or what our business actually needs in this particular stage as well. So I'm not saying don't use technology because 
you know me if you've listened to any podcast episodes before or if you've ever worked with me. I am the first person that loves gadgets. I love innovation. I love that freshness. But that's why I'm really wanting to talk to you about this today because yes, on one hand, like I say, it's great, but only if it's fitting in with your strategy and what's important to your business. So let's get cracking into the five top tips so that you can decide when you should do something that might seem a bit complicated or if it's actually better for you to be a bit more patient or keep things simple before you go too fancy. So the first top tip that I've got for you when it comes to deciding to do something is, I'm sure you know what I'm going to say, what is your goal? And actually ask yourself, does this fit in with what I'm focusing upon, what I've committed to do? And that could be in a short period of time. So I'm always banging on about 90 day goals because they work really well for me. They work really well with my mastermind clients and I use them a lot with my one to one clients as well. It gives you that element of focus and it allows you to make sure that things do progress. You can adapt as you go forward so you don't have to be too long-term thinking when it comes to your business or long-term planning. You can be agile but also not too reactionary, i.e. you're not just flying by the seat of your pants every single day. And I had to laugh at myself because earlier today I was looking at a sales page for this online course about a particular platform and I was thinking, ooh, it looks great and it's something that I would like to do at some point. And I honestly could have easily went to my wallet, got my card out and bought it. But then I actually stopped and went, am I going to implement that in the next 90 days? What am I focusing upon? And for me, it was like, it's not even on that radar for those 90 days. So I took the link instead, I put it into my Asana with a note to have it in the store so I know where I can go and get that resource if I need to invest in it in the future but it's not right for me right now. So give yourself permission to be inspired when there are things that do pop up for you but you don't have to act upon them all or implement them all straight away. And if you're sitting here thinking oh I don't even know what my goal is then I really would encourage you to focus on that first of all. And if you haven't done the get out your way quiz, then I'd encourage you to do that straight away because that will give you a real snapshot on how strong the design part of your business is currently. And that's where the focus goals component really comes into. So you can do that over at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash quiz. But if something doesn't fit into your 90 day goals, that's where you give yourself permission to go. Great idea, but really not for me right now. I'm keeping things simple. I'm focusing on what my plan is, what I'm promising to commit and to actually make happen during that period of time. The second part is really it's okay to go simple first and then build upon it. And again, I've fallen into this trap many years ago where I was trying to use lots of software that could do lots of fancy stuff, but I was getting so into the weeds of things that I would actually miss a point and it would spend months and months trying to develop something and then getting out there and going, hmm, that's not really landed the way I expected or it didn't get me the results or the momentum that I wanted as well. So you are so much better. For example, I'm having conversations like this all the time inside the 90 Day Mastermind group and also with my clients. 
you can test things really quickly these days. So for example, if you're creating, let's say, a new marketing campaign and you want to test a new lead magnet or freebie, well, even just testing the headlines, maybe even doing a couple of blog posts about them, putting them out there, are they getting traction? Instead of having a massive complicated funnel on the back of it straight away, Or if you are creating videos where I know a lot of my clients are, you can start simple. You don't have to have all the fancy equipment. You can basically even just use a lot of what you might already have, like the phone that you carry around you with yourself. And then, yes, we don't want you to be unprofessional, but we can then go, right, how does it fit? How does it flow for you? What is some of the feedback that you're getting? Is it getting traction? And then from there you can go, right, I'm really going to dial down on this and you can improve it in the next kind of phase as well. And even when it comes down to online courses or creating things, you don't have to be all fancy with that either or go too complicated. I've done that again in the past. I remember years and years and years ago. I created a 30-day video series. I recorded it all and it took days to record them and I was changing shirts so that it felt like when somebody was watching it, it was like different days that it was recorded. But between me and you, I was recording them on a couple of days, not over 30 days. But really, I remember all that time, energy, effort, and I put it out there and it just didn't get the impact I wanted to. And a lot of it was down to the positioning. There wasn't a really clear, okay, what's this course for? And I could have spent thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds doing that. Luckily, I didn't. But I see so many people doing that and then wasting that time, wasting that energy, wasting those resources because they haven't really tested it as well. Again, I'm not saying that you can't be innovative here. I'm working with one of my clients at the moment. They are developing a great quiz within their business. And it's fantastic. We're keeping it simple, first of all, to get out there. But there's many ways after it gets out there that we can tweak it. We can build upon it. We can then think, right, how do we really make that land and have different campaigns and email marketing stuff that can happen at the back of it. But let's just get the first version out there. Are you with me so far? Okay, because it also allows you to, like I said, get feedback. It allows you to see, does it really work for you? Can you change it? Can you tweak it as well? And I'm also guessing that if you are like the typical type of business owners that I love working with, you are ambitious. You have had success in a previous career or occupation And you're now looking to replicate and even go far beyond that success in your own business. And that means that you'll have visions, you'll have grand plans, you'll have all these ideas of what you can do and what you want to do. But you don't have to do them all right now. So give yourself permission to be a bit patient, to know that you're in this for the long term. And you can really focus on the goals and having the sequence and the focus and order them in the best way for you as well. My third top tip is honestly, less is more. It builds upon what I've just said, but really instead of you trying to do too many different things at the one time, that can lead to burnout, it could lead to overwhelm, it can lead to confusion for you and also for your potential clients and your customers. I see a lot of, especially newbie business owners doing this, where they want to launch three or four different products or services 
instead of actually just going, right, this is the one I'm focusing on to get that out there, to learn how am I going to market it, to focus people's attention on it. So if you don't have one service or product really working well for you, then what makes you think that if you then have five or six or 100, that they're all going to work for you? My experience shows that actually that is a recipe for disaster. Less is more. Because let's say it is a product or a service that you're focusing upon, it then allows you to align everything around that. Your content, the conversations that you're having, who you can collaborate with. And remember, this isn't going to necessarily be the only thing that you'll do forever. I'm sure that's not going to be the case, but it means that you can execute this one really, really well and learn from it, build that traction, earn great revenue and profit from it instead of spreading yourself too thinly. Really do it well and I'm all about implementation, execution because all your ideas otherwise are just worthless. They don't have value unless you really implement and get the results from them. The fourth top tip is remember the basics in your business. I see so many business owners that they focus all their attention on doing all the fancier stuff, the more advanced stuff, but they actually can't get some of the basics right, i.e. following up on leads, giving great customer service to those that are actually working with them. All the basic things that we can sometimes take for granted to the extent that actually we just don't get around to doing them. So if you are thinking about, right, I'm going to take things up to that next level in my business, or you're thinking of doing something that's a bit more complicated, just ask yourself, have you got everything really working just now for you? And I'm talking about the real basics, because that's where if you even focused on the basics, honestly, it can get a lot of attraction and momentum in your business. And the fifth key point for this podcast episode is to watch out for comparisonitis when it comes down to keeping things simple in your business. Because I'm sure you do keep an eye out on what's happening in your industry and the world around you. And that's where it can be really tempting to think, oh, that's what they're doing. They're launching that new product in a very fancy and a really whizzy way. I need to do that or I need to get my videos to be top-end production. And I could go on and on and on with different examples. But really, where you are compared to where they might be could be completely different chapters. So they might have kept it simple initially, and then they've built upon it. And that's where you're now seeing their version number 20, but you are on version number one. So that's where you can end up getting in your way even more if you're thinking it has to be like them. And sometimes you might not have the resources, the money, the time, the energy to really dedicate it to that level, especially if you haven't tested that product or that service or you're earlier on in your business. So just be really mindful of when you are looking at what other people are doing Use it as inspiration, but just don't let it take you off your best path as well, because what might be right for you might be completely wrong for them and vice versa. So I hope these five top tips have come at the perfect timing for you and helps you to really keep things simple when it comes to growing your business. Remember, 
First one, focus on what your goals are. If it doesn't fit in with those goals, then don't even give it any more headspace or your energy. Keep it simple first and then you can build upon that. So think about different versions or iterations. Less is honestly more. And remember, don't neglect the basics in your business because that really is where magic can happen and what your customers and what your business really does need from you. And finally, comparisonitis is just the surefire way to really suck the energy out of you or to think that you're not doing things fast enough or good enough. But remember to compare yourself to where you are on your journey, where you were last month or your last 90 days and then where you want to get to for that next period for you and your business. So as always, I love to hear the insights that you've had from the podcast episodes. So please do reach out to me. You could drop me an email at hello at rapidtransformation.co.uk. You can hit me up on LinkedIn if we're not already connected, then please do connect with me over there or Facebook or Instagram. I'll put all the social media handles on the show notes so you can find them at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 117. And there'll also be a link there for you to take the get out your way quiz so that you can see how strong or how weak or where you might need to do some improvements or fine tuning for your design, your mindset and your strategies because those three areas really need to be rock solid to allow you to get out your way and to rapidly grow your business. And I know that that's what you want because that's why you're listening to this. Am I right? So until next week, bye for now and enjoy taking action, simple action.